Hi everyone, I'm Elise Marsh and I'm your host here on the Perfectly Wonderfully Made podcast. I believe the journey to becoming a parent allows each of us a glimpse into the heart of a creator who so desperately wants you to know just how chosen, designed, called, and beautiful you are. He sees you perfectly, wonderfully made. Hello friends, happy fall. I'm sitting in my little backyard cabin and it's October 2nd. September kind of flew by. I was gone more days than I was home, but it's been good and so fun. And now it's time for me to adjust back to real life, transition here and acclimate back to schedules and routines and settle in a little bit for the winter is coming, my friends. And if I had things my way, you'd be listening to this podcast cozied up on your couch with a fuzzy blanket, sipping a lovely fall beverage, enjoying the stillness for just a few moments. Maybe that's just what I'm dreaming of right now, but hopefully you can find um, some quiet and some stillness and just enjoy uh, this next hour together. My friend, I'm in a season where there's so much I wish was different, if I was really honest with you. There's relationships I wish were restored. There's people in my life who need healing and freedom. There's dreams in my heart that have not yet come to pass. And sometimes the waiting and the unknown feels so hard to carry. And sometimes those voices in my head can get loud. The voice that says nothing will change and it will always be this way. Those dreams in your heart will never come to pass. And then I sit and quiet my heart and hear the truth that the Lord has for me. Hope is on the horizon. The Lord is faithful. He will be faithful. I hear the voice of the Lord saying to me, I've got this, Elise. I've got you. If only you could see what I see. Trust me. I will never change. Let me be enough for you. Do not be afraid. And my friend, we are never promised happiness. We are not promised that our dreams will all come true or come to pass in this lifetime. But that doesn't change the fact that our God is good and he is faithful. He has been faithful and he will continue to be our steadfast hope. We can have joy because we are saved by grace. We have the assurance that our God will never leave us. He will be with us now and forever. Let's not be people who strive just for happiness because really there's so much more that the Lord has for us than just happiness. Let's strive to love our God with everything in us regardless of our situation. And friend, I want to invite you today to join me in allowing Jesus to fill all of those empty places in your heart longing for fulfillment because he alone can do all things. We were never meant to do it all or have it all. He was. He took it all for us. And Elevation Worship has a new album that just came out this week. So you should all go have a listen. And there is a song called Faithful. And I'd love to share those lyrics with you today. And then you should probably all go listen to the song. Here we go. When the whispers of worry overwhelmed my soul, you never left me alone. You were there all along. You are faithful. Why should my heart be afraid? You are faithful. I know that you're not going to change. You are faithful, faithful. 
I was down to the wire, hoping you would come through, and you stepped in the fire like you always do. How I'm convinced of your love. You are more than enough. You are faithful. Why should my heart be afraid? You are faithful. I know you're not going to change. You are faithful, faithful. Oh God, my Father, how great, great is your faithfulness. Friends, I'm so excited to introduce you to Christina Gilbreth. She is incredible. This girl can preach, you guys. Just buckle your seatbelts, especially if you're driving. Um, This woman has such incredible words from the Lord for you today, and I can't wait for you to hear everything she shares. We we talk about a lot, marriage and family and kiddos and especially having young young little ones at home I know you guys are going to be so encouraged by her words we talk about insecurities and how we overcome those and what that looks like to believe um, believe the truth about what the Lord has said over you and speaks into your life and I know you guys are just gonna love love this girl as much as I do we talk about postpartum and what it looked like for her to really just hit the floor um, and how she came back from that. Um, You guys are going to love this episode. Stay tuned. Here we go, my friends. Okay, Christina, thank you so much for chatting with me and coming on the show. I'm excited for the world to get to know you a little bit better. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on it. Yay. Okay, so tell our listeners just a little bit about who you are. What are you about? What's your family look like right now? What's your what does your day to day look like? What's a life in Christina Gilbreth's world look like? Wow. Well, it's definitely, (laughs) it's sometimes it's a crazy circus, but, um, it's really, I love my life. I love what I get to do. Um, I'm married to a really great man. His name's Ryan and we have two girls, um, London brave and Willow grace, and they are three and 18 months old. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I also, I work at, um, I work at Foursquare Church and I, um, oversee community life at the South campus. And then I part-time teach uh, voice and piano lessons. So a day, yeah. So like my week is, you know, um, is in between like motherhood and juggling that and then, uh, ministry and, um, then my business on the side and it's crazy, but I love it. Yes, I know you're like, dude, you totally you're a hustler, too. I yeah, mean, you know. you're you got <laughs> that side hustle thing. Okay, so <laughs> yes. Okay, so tell me about teaching voice and piano. Do you just do you love it? Or is it kind yeah. of something you do because it provides you with means to live your life? Right. Or it, like, right. what? Where totally. does that come from? It's well, it's kind of both really. I um I was a I was a music major in college and I had taken like private lessons um growing up but never thought I would teach because mm-hmm. it was just I my teachers were just a little bit boring and I thought, Oh, this would be a miserable <laughs> career. I would and never so I, do yeah, this. I, yeah. So I skipped all the courses in college of how to actually teach. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. So I was like, I'm never gonna do that. But here I am and um it just started as like, you know, I had some friends who wanted to get their kids in piano lessons. And, um, I was like, Oh, well I could show them. And then before I knew it, I had like 33 students and I was like doing it like, you know, part-time in my week. And, um, I kind of just fell in love with it. And, 
Um, and it also just has provided, you know, that side yeah. hustle to be able to um, work part time um, and also be able to give myself to the girls at home. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's it's been a surprise for me. But I'm yeah, I've enjoyed it. That's awesome. OK, so you do a lot of things. We talk a lot about like you know, balance and hustling and being yeah. a mom. And I even yeah. had um, one of my dual clients slash friends slash, you know, just a cool mom out there. She's yeah. like, she's like, in, you know, messaging me on Instagram. Like, I don't know how you do all these things, Elise. And I was like, <laughs> I don't really either. I really don't feel like it's me. I feel <laughs> like it's the Lord who just yeah, yeah. makes it happen and expands the days so that things yeah. can fit in the margins. And um you know, it's always so easy to be like, oh, look at, look at, look at, look at Elise or look at Christina, like, look at all the things that they're doing. But Mm -hmm. um, underneath it all, there's a lot of Jesus and a lot of prayers and a lot of grace and, (laughs) and a lot of mistakes too. And what are some of those things that you've kind of learned in this season of motherhood and ministry? You guys have a huge ministry and do such an amazing job pastoring your community. And you have a part time job and mom and your wife like how golly how do you find balance or is is that even a thing for you right, right. I think <laughs> so like I don't I know think, if that's right. even a like, thing what is yeah what is balance maybe? yeah uh, I think it's like that you know it's a desire of like every 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 mother's heart every working mom's yeah. heart every person's heart just to like find the balance of you know wherever you are to fully be there and engage but right. oftentimes we're we're multitasking so it's like yeah. you know and in order to do that you've got to like be at two places mentally at once and, yeah. you know or five but i think you know <laughs> you 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 said it and and that it's jesus and on the days where you know i run empty often and when i try to just um you know, get all my to-do things done in one day. I don't. And yeah. I just having grace for yourself on the days, especially where you maybe don't even get one thing done. Right. And, um, and really, you know, above and beyond everything that, that I do and, and, um, the different roles I play in life, you know, it's difficult and challenging for me to remind myself, but I have to daily remember that before I'm a wife and a mom and a pastor or a, you know, a vocal coach that I'm, I'm a daughter of God. And that mm-hmm. I first like need to find my place with the Lord, just even in, even, even if it's just for a moment before I yeah. grab my kids out of their crib, you know, or bed, yeah. of just like, okay, Holy Spirit, I need you today. Like, let's do this together and compensate for me, you know, compensate yeah. for where I'm lacking. Um, give me favor in my conversations and mm-hmm. um, give me favor in my day. And, uh, and grace for the moments where I fail. And, and, you know, and there's, there's moments when you, you do, you just look and you're like, gosh, this isn't working out the way I thought it would. And just, you know, letting yourself be frustrated with the Lord in it and be like, God, this frustrated me and, you know, cry and then pick yourself up and move forward and do what you can. (laughs) Right. Um, so yeah, I think it's some days, some days it's, um, man, I just feel like I, kicked butt in other days, you know, <laughs> life kicked me. And so it's just, uh, knowing that it's the journey of in the season you're in and recognizing that season yeah. and having grace for yourself. Oh, totally. Totally. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Christina. So, you know, you've obviously, you've come a long ways in your faith journey and 
you didn't get to where you are overnight. Can you share with us a little bit of like how the Lord has brought you to where you are and what, you know, that, that journey of faith and learning to trust the Lord and maybe learning to kind of conquer some insecurities or inadequacies in your heart? Like, can you share that story with us? Yes, absolutely. I, um, you know, I, I was raised in a home where my parents, they had faith, they were pastors, but it, um, became my own faith in junior high when I, you know, I went to a, a junior high Bible camp and I just had a God encounter. Don't and you love like church camps? Like yeah, it's totally, and especially junior like high. I know. I'm like, there's something so special about those I moments of like, you know, and, and so that's where really my faith journey began mm-hmm. and, um, just walking with the Lord. And, but throughout my whole life, I really wrestled and struggled with insecurities. Actually, I mm-hmm. really, insecurities have probably been my greatest battle of just feeling like, you know, inadequate and like, mm-hmm. I didn't have enough or like I wasn't enough and I, you know, wasn't pretty enough. And, um, and then, you know, I always thought, okay, well, when I get married, um, it'll all go away. Like, you yeah. know, that'll be like the key, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to totally, make everything yeah, better. Right? Cause marriage makes everything better. Don't you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's yeah. just the, it's the golden ticket to life. You know? Oh goodness. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it really, it actually got, it, it, it got worse in a lot of ways for mm. me. And I just, um, and I felt really like a failure because, you know, here I am, I, I'm also like stepping into a role of ministry and a pastor and pastoring young girls and feeling yeah. like, gosh, here I am supposed to be shining light on the truth and light on the way of freedom and how to walk in confidence and how to walk in what God has for you. And I am just so bound myself. Yeah. And, um, I really struggled in silence and I felt ashamed about my battle with insecurity. I really, you know, my husband could, he knew that there was stuff mm-hmm. going on because, you know, it's. Well, you can't hide. It, yeah, you can't hide no, in insecurity. Yeah. You know, it, it, you might not label it, but it comes out in a lot of gross areas of your yeah. life. You know, you know, I was not like a treat to live with, <laughs> um, <laughs> <Treat>. <laughs> you know, and, um, and, and so. Anyways, it's just really there was uh, one night where I was by myself in our um, our little duplex. We are our first place, and uh, Ryan was out somewhere, and and I was at home, and I was like doing doing laundry and watching Netflix, and I just felt like the tug of my heart, like the Holy Spirit, just nudging me, like Christina, let's spend time together. I want to, I want to, mm. I want to talk with you, and and I just didn't want to. I, you know, I was like, I know that you're going to want, I I know there's things and issues in my life that you want to heal and deal with. And I'm not ready to go there. You know, you're like, that sounds hard. No, I want to watch Gilmore Girls. Leave me alone. (laughs) This feels a lot better. (laughs) La, 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 la. Exactly. And, um, and so I did, I just turned the TV off and I was like, okay, what God, like, let's talk. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you want to talk about? And you know, when just, you just, the Holy Spirit just illuminates like areas of your Mm -hmm. life that he wants to come in and just, and heal. And, and he's like, I want to talk about this, this area that, and this is specific, it was an area of my life that had really created a lot of insecurities. And, um, and it, it was a lot of hurt and pain from my past. And, and I hadn't released that and I hadn't let that go. And it was people's words that I had allowed to really label me. Hmm. And, um, and, and, and it felt so true. Yeah. And so God just kind of just 
I don't know, you know, the Lord just does his thing. And, yeah. and, and he just, he was, he walked me through this process, him and I in my little janky living room of just like, Christina, what was spoken over you and what did it make you feel? And I just felt like he was wow. like asking me questions and I'm like, well, you know, you were there. Like, why, you know, yeah. why are you making me relive this? Don't you know? bring this up again. <laughs> yes. Yes. I buried that baby, you know? Yeah. And, um, and he just started like, and then he just said, okay, now when you're ready, would you just give that to me? Hmm. Would you just release that? Would you release that word that they spoke over you? Would you give that to me? And I sobbed and sobbed. I wow. mean, I cried so hard. There was like, a, there was literally, I was on my, on my, on my face in our living room and our carpet was like nasty. It had mascara and <laughs> snot stains. And, and, and the Lord and I just had an appointment Yeah, and he just began to, he just began to say, okay, now ask me what I think of you. Yeah. And I was like, what do you think of me? You know, I'm just yeah. like a mess. And I probably looked like a crazy person if anyone was there watching oh, me talking to myself. Or, and I just said, what do you think of me? And the Holy Spirit just began to, to speak words of life and replacing the lies. And, and that, that for me was a pivotal moment in my faith journey of just trusting God's voice over me and learning to come into agreement with him. Yeah. Even though I've experienced, you know, the pain of, you know, just life and people yeah. and, and, and the world it's, it's inevitable, but how to come to a place of an exchange with God, you know, and, and, and since that moment, there's been several, you know, daily, like God says, you mm -hmm. know, my mercies are new every day. Like I have to daily get in that place with him of like, okay, here's this, here's this. Yeah. And, um, and it's been a battle and a struggle and one I'm not perfect by any means, oh, gosh, but, um, yeah. Yeah. but we he's journeyed. Yeah. He's journeying with me through it and teaching me how to like release insecurity and grab a hold of confidence. And I tell you, there was a lot of levity on my life moving forward from that moment. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I know. I, I think it's so crucial for all of us, anyone listening to sit, and sometimes we have to do this a lot, yeah. a lot, but yeah. to sit and say, okay, what is the lie I'm yeah. believing Gosh, and yeah. what is the truth and what do you yeah. say about me, Lord? Yes. Like, yes. I mean, I think I, I do a lot of counseling in my life. Like, yeah. I just <laughs> yeah. need a lot of counseling. Yes, and same. that is one thing like my, my counselor has always said is like, Elise, okay, what mm -hmm. is the lie you're believing about yourself? And what yeah. is like you're, you're believing that other people are saying about you? And what is, what is the truth? What does wow. Jesus say? Yeah. And it's just amazing how the truth can separate that, that, darkness and that lie so quickly it's yes. like I think it's easy to kind of like oh well maybe that that is the truth and that is the way things are and that is how I am that is how I act or or how I'm mm. going to mm. be yeah. and it yeah. seems fuzzy and blurry and gray and kind of convoluted but it's amazing yeah. how you it's like one simple word it's like no this is the truth Jesus said you are a daughter of the king and, and yes, you, yes. I'm pleased with you and and all these things it's just this one word mm. of truth <laughs> that cuts through all of it. it. Yeah, all of it. All, of it. all that all we believed for so long, and it's like, okay, I can, I can be different, and I think yeah. that's where we find so much healing. Yeah, so much healing in our brokenness. Absolutely, I think that absolutely. I mean, even the the idea of you know, 
in our culture, in our society of saying like, okay, well, you need to try harder. You need mm-hmm. to try harder to be a better mom or to have more patience with your kids, or you need to try harder to be a better wife, or you need to just work harder at, you know, and you're not giving enough at work. And it's just this striving game mm-hmm. of just striving and striving. And, you know, it's really easy to just get caught up in trying to just do this in our own effort. And mm-hmm. like you said, it's one word. It's one just mm-hmm. encounter with God's presence where he, it's him. Mm-hmm. It's his presence that releases the strategies that we need and the the faith that we need and the patience. And it's just remember, okay, like truly he yeah. is the source of what we need. And, and in the, you know, he's the word balance, you know, I, yeah. I think he, he's even it, like he's our balance and, um, you know, and, and compensate when we get off. Like he's our peace. He's that absolute source for us. Um, It's just really hard to stay stay connected in a crazy, distracting environment called life. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you have two little girls that are like, you know, people would say, quote unquote, you're in the thick of it. Or people oh, yeah, say girl. like, and I'm like, stop, shut up, like stop. <laughs> yes. Just don't even say that yeah. right now to me yes, because yes. I don't want to hear it. Um, exactly, exactly. But I love your post about like, so-and-so <laughs> poops in the tub yes, or threw yes. up everywhere or <laughs> we're just, you know, this is just such real life. But yes. I want to know kind of from your perspective, Christina, how has motherhood changed your marriage oh, and the gosh. way that you see Jesus? Gosh, I mean, it's on, it's, it's wrecked me in great ways. Mm-hmm. It's in, 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 and also just, um, I've never been more aware of how truly selfish I am. Oh, like, yeah. I, preach. I thought I was a really like great, like, I was like, <laughs> I'm a pretty great friend. Like, I'm pretty loyal. Really, I'm pretty I'm, like, awesome. Really great. Yeah. And then I, and then when, you know, you know, motherhood is just like, it's absolutely like giving to someone who can't give back to you and right. just giving and, and, and it, you know, and, and it's the greatest privilege of my life and mm-hmm. it's the best, best, best and hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Um, all at the same time, but you know, it's, I think that, um, in the way that it's, a, you know, it's, it's affected my marriage. I mean, it, it's, it's added to it in so many beautiful ways. And the fact of that we're, you know, there's a team, there's a partnership. Mm-hmm. Like my husband, I'm really thankful for him because Ryan's not, he doesn't babysit our kid. He parents our kids yeah. because he's yes. their father. Yeah. And, um, and, and we're just co-parents. We're, we're in the trenches together to yeah. be honest, you know, yeah. we're like learning this thing together and, and it's been helpful to like, you know, he'll be like, okay, you know, Hey, like, uh, just another set of eyes for me of like, babe, Mm -hmm. you know, but we need a little bit more patience. Like the way that you talk to London, like, you know, she, she, that was a little bit harsh or, Mm -hmm. um, or, Hey, I think that we should, we should approach this a little tougher. Like let's be tougher together. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just great to have another set of eyes and, 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 and ears in on parenting and, and this partnership in our marriage. And it's also been a challenge in just, you know, again, it's like another thing pulling at your attention towards each other. Yeah. And, and it's very easy for us, even, you know, I think just, 
you know, with life and any jobs that that people do, and then and then in ministry, ministry is who you are, not what you do. So there's like constant like texts from people in the church and mm-hmm. things to do and places to go, and then also parenthood, and it's like finding time to just say, okay, we're turning our phones off, or right. the girls are going to be fine. Like the girls are going to be fine. We have to invest into a date night. Like yeah. we trust who their childcare is, mm-hmm. and you and I just need to go and get away, and we need to talk about our marriage. We need to talk about how are we doing and, and invest into our intimacy and invest into fun (laughs) and not, you know, not just revolve around our girls, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, they're our life. They're absolute joy, but also we need to have, you know, we need to be each other's greatest priority, even over the girls sometimes. And so anyways, that's been challenging. Yeah. Oh man. Like, yeah. And then who's going to get up and get the bottle first? Like, you know, rock, paper, scissors, you know, it's like hard. (laughs) Or change the poopy diaper. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, babe, tap, tap. (laughs) Girl, he has a gag reflex. I think I've told you this. Like he, I'm like, are you faking this right now? Are you just trying (laughs) to get out of the diaper? Like, I don't even care. You can throw up for all I care. It's It's your turn. Here's a bag. (laughs) Yes, exactly. No, no. Yeah. But, um, and then I think with the, you know, with the Lord, it's, I mean, gosh, it's just been, um, there's moments, honestly, at least where it's just overwhelming. Yeah. I think just overwhelming, you know, I don't think we'll, we'll never comprehend how incredible God's love is for us, but, but the absolute, I would give my life for mm-hmm. my girls without thinking, without mm-hmm. hesitating. I would, I would throw myself in front of them, yeah, um, without blinking for their well being. I mean, it wrecks me. I like gets me all emotional, yeah, like imagining just the love that God has for me. And you know, I heard a pastor say it so beautifully. You know, talking about his his love for his daughter and God's love for him and that, mm-hmm. you know, when his daughter was born, he just looked at her and she could do nothing. She couldn't grab the remote. She couldn't give him water. She could just poop. <laughs> <laughs> and but he just was in love with her. And that's mm-hmm. like the love that God feels for us. It's totally undoing, you know? Yeah. And oh yeah. And I just found myself like, uh, even yesterday, I would, London, I was taking our three year old, um, I was taking her on a little, you know, outing to go get some chocolate milk at Starbucks and oh yeah. And on the see way your had, rock star mom right oh, there. Yeah, right. Let me just like give myself a pat on the back for like yes. one moment. And Ooh. on the way, I had to go get gas. And she didn't understand why we were getting gas on our way to get oh, chocolate milk. Oh, yeah. There's no stops, oh, yeah. mom. Oh, no. So like all hell broke loose in the car. She thought <laughs> I was lying to her. She thought I failed. You know, yeah. I'm like, child. And I was like, London, you just need to trust me. I'm t- Trust me. We're going to get chocolate milk. Mommy yeah. needs to get gas in the car first. Yeah. And it's like that window, you know, where God's like, oh yeah, she needs to trust you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've heard. So how about you trust me? You know, mm-hmm. there's areas in your life where you're like, God, I thought you said I was going here and there's right. this like detour, you know what I'm saying? Even those little just random moments in my life where I'm like, oh my gosh, God is so much bigger than me and oh, yeah. I can't fathom him. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I know. So it's like, so there's been a cougar sighting in the trails in Tahalai uh, where I live. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. I wouldn't and, be outdoors, girl. I would yeah. be in my house. And um, so we were at the park today, actually. And my kids, like, it's all the little parks, there's like all these trails and wood, yeah. wooded areas you can kind of run around in. They're used to just kind of running on ahead, like down the trail and frolicking about. Yeah. And they started <laughs> doing that. I was like, okay, guys, <laughs> we need to have a serious talk. Yes. Like, if yes. you see an 
animal. It's called a cougar. I was like, you need to scream as loud as you can. And mommy's going to pick you up and we're going to yell really, really loud and we're going to fight the cougar. And she was like, mom, is the cougar going to try to eat us? And I was like, yes, the cougar (laughs) will try to eat you. So we are going to fight it. And she was like, but mom, you might get eaten. And I was was like, yes, (laughs) I might get eaten, but you're going to keep screaming for help. And she's like looking at me with this big old eyes. And I'm like, like, okay, not in her head. Like, mommy might get eaten. All right. And she's like, but then what's going to happen? I was like, well, I would die and I would go to heaven. She was like, oh, well, that would be sad. I would miss you. I was like, she's like, well, I'd see you again soon. And I was like, she did it. Oh, my Yes. I was like, yes, you would, girl. You would see me again soon. I was like, but but mommy's going to fight really, really hard. I'm not going to let anything happen to you. And she was like, okay. (laughs) But yeah, just that crazy, like, you know, fight in you. I think any mom would. But I was like, okay, we're not going on the trail anymore. You're like, watch out for the cougars. Watch out for the cougars. Like, (laughs) he's a kind of taser or something. Yeah, exactly. Is what I was thinking. But Yeah. yeah, so crazy. I, I love, gosh, Christina, you can just preach, man. I was listening. Oh, gosh, this yeah. is kind of a side note. But I was listening to one of your messages like last month. And it was right after, I don't know if you heard the story about Lily, Joy, and that baby. Did you hear anything about that? Maybe. No, I didn't. No. Oh, anyway. Well, we've been, I talk about it on the show a bunch. But um, yeah. so one of my doula clients had a baby that wasn't supposed to live. And the Lord has just miraculously, oh, like wow. literally every single <laughs> moment of her day, like weaved his hand and his his mark on every single thing over the last month about this girl. Uh-huh. And you preached a message at South Campus. Um the day yeah. before she was born and mm. it was like to the mm. T like like wow. so I mm. just can't even like so spot on with like Lily's situation and everything wow. and I was just like wow Jesus like you're so mm. good I'm listening to so this good. a month later and it's Gosh. like you know it your your sermon came out on her birthday the day she was born oh my goodness. do you remember that message that you preached yes, about um, I do at South Campus, like July 8th yes, or whatever. Yes, um, yeah. It was so good about oh, just the Lord raising. Um, yes. Yeah, that that, yes. that little girl from the dead. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah the story so and that story of um, of Jairus and his yes. daughter. Jairus' yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah. And, and she, you know, everyone had said that it's too late and she's dead. Yeah. And then yeah. Jesus came in the room and everything changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's God just, is yeah. So good. I mean, I just kind of get chills thinking about it right now because it's like, oh gosh, you're so good. Like, Lord, it's almost funny how yes. you have had your imprint on every single moment and just that little, and just that story and just that wow. one person's life and that one family's life. And it's been so cool so cool to see and she's doing good now lily is um she just which is kind of amazing she just kind of downgraded she's at the NICU still in the NICU at Seattle Children's Hospital but she downgraded to like a less I guess a less severe unit which is really huge like the girl was not alive when she was born like oh my goodness not not living um came back from the dead Christina like it (laughs) was just so wild and just to see the Lord just heal her and she's got a long ways to go but she is alive and she is fighting and her parents just freaking preach the gospel just just straight up preach the gospel every day it's just miraculous to be a part of and to to watch so um 
you'll have to I'll have to tag you on some of their stuff and yeah have to go I'll see um, to follow it pretty cool okay so switching gears you've had two babies now yes um tell me about kind of your birth experience did you like your births did you not like them like <laughs> what was your birth with London like yeah. So with London, I had preeclampsia, but I didn't, we didn't know it. I just thought I was like really a large marshmallow and <laughs> just ate a lot of blizzards. And so Probably not. like, you know, well, I kind of did. So kind I was of. like, well, yeah. So okay. uh, it's just one leg that went right into my foot. It was oh. no ankles. There was just one large leg. That just oh <laughs> no. One, one, one ligament. Anyways. Um, so I, one night was just not, I was just not feeling well at all. Yeah. And I started actually getting spotty vision and, um, and my, my husband was like, okay, this doesn't seem right. So he, he called my doctor and just said, she's getting spotty vision. Like she's just not doing well. So they said, you know, take her in right away. So they took me in and, um, and the, one of the nurses that saw me originally, she was like, you know, it just seems like you might've just, she told me I gained just more than I probably should have. Oh, and no. so, yeah, she was like, you yeah, just you're probably like, gained oh. a lot of weight. And I was like, that's helpful. You yeah. Know? You're like, shut um, up. I'll punch yeah, you. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, and she's, and I said, well, um, my doctor's on his way. I think he'd like, he'd like you to check me for preeclampsia is what mm-hmm. he mentioned. And so she's like, okay, well, I'll check. And sure enough, I was getting in, I got admitted in, um, into labor and delivery. And they said, we're, you're going to have a baby tonight. And mm-hmm. I was like, uh, what? Like, I don't have my birthing bag. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is my first experience. I thought my water was going to break. Like what is going on? Yeah. So, um, from there it was, you know, probably, not my like ideal scenario. I never anticipated it, but, um, we, you know, they, they broke my water and they induced me and it just was a very long, long process of yeah. just trying to get my body to, um, cause my cervix, nothing was like really ready, right. but they had to get London out right away. Yeah. Um, and so, and they were trying to do it so it would be a vaginal delivery and not a C-section. And mm-hmm. so they were doing everything they could. And um, so it was long process, but eventually uh, my body went into go mode and um, and I had her and it was a really special, special, it, it was actually a really special moment. Obviously, you know, it wasn't what I thought it would be, but it was, um, it was incredible. And Ryan was just, you know, Ryan did a good job. My husband, like, he sees blood and goes white. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I wasn't sure, honestly, what to expect. And I was like, oh, gosh. And, um, and, and you know, at one point, I remember, you know, I'm pushing and he just – he goes, okay, stuff, stuff came out on my foot, guys. Stuff, stuff's falling <laughs> on my foot, guys. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> he's just yeah. trying to stay in the game. But he stay did. in the game, dude. Stay in the game, yeah. You got he this. Did. He stayed in the game, yeah. And so London's delivery, you know, I had her, I pushed three times and she came flying out. Oh, and, wow, um, that's nice. And then, yeah, it was, it was fast. And then Willow, um, I was walking around Target in my favorite store, you know, of course. And yeah. And in the middle of the aisle, I thought, Oh my gosh, I've peed my pants. Like I full on wet myself and no, actually my water just broke. And so I was like, I think I peed my pants, Ryan. And he's like, well, let's go to the, go to the bathroom and see if you did. So (laughs) I go to, I go to the bathroom and he like legit at target, like opens the door to the women's restroom <laughs> and is like, did you pee your pants or did your water break? You know, like, oh, was there other so, people in there? Or was it oh, just yeah, you? Oh yeah, of course. It's oh, like yeah. a total public restroom. Oh yeah. Like, you know, 
panicky. Did you see like so, other ladies just like giving you the look at that point? Or <laughs> I was like in the stall. Oh yeah. She's like, be quiet. I was like, I think it broke. And so, um, yeah, so then we just, we just hustled to the car and went down to, you know, went to the hospital and I was like, Hey, I think my water broke. And sure enough, you know, they, Mm -hmm. they, they, they moved fast. And, um, yeah. And then I had her, I think like six hours later I had her and, um, I wasn't pushing, but she started like coming out. Oh yeah. And, um, and so my doctor wasn't there yet. And so the, um, the head nurse was like, okay, she's, she's coming. I hear that. And and my doctor wears flip-flops. He's Mm -hmm. known for his, like, you can hear him Mm -hmm. running through the hallway with the flip-flops. And and so she's like, he's almost here. And so he like, literally he slipped on a glove and caught Willow. (laughs) (laughs) And there she was. And, uh, yeah, so healthy, beautiful little girls, but yeah. That's awesome. So cool. Yeah. So are you guys get are you going for more babies or what do you think? Gosh, I don't really I mean, we're like I feel like we've are just starting to like breathe. <laughs> catch our breath. Breathe. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, are like is there, you know, is the shoe gonna drop? Like Willow right. just started walking and that's been really great. She was oh. like it was it's been a struggle bus for like nine months of oh, like wow. she just it she was she's real it was a tough nine months. She um both the girls needed um their ears to be like they both needed tubes, tubes ear tubes, and then London, our our oldest, um, had a cyst on her throat. She had to have surgery at Seattle oh, Children's Hospital. Sweet baby. And then we moved. So it's been like chaos, and finally it's like okay, everyone's doing good. Like we're breathing, we're doing good. Like, you know, but I kind of am feeling the baby fever a little bit again. And I'm, yeah, I am, but he's not, he's like, he's, he's big. No right now. So we'll see, Big you no. know, big, no, I might accidentally forget my birth control and like, oops, we're pregnant. Like <laughs> don't tell him. I'll oh make sure he gosh. never listens to this. But, yes. Yeah. Oh man. I, I kind of joked about that once with Jeff. I was like, I could just get my IUD out and just like no yes. just like not tell you and he's like you wouldn't have a husband yeah yeah pretty much pretty I was like much, yeah. okay so don't worry I was yes. just joking yes. wink wink yeah. but yeah, I want to yeah we'll see we'll see that's awesome well yeah. give yourself you got some time sister yeah um oh man yeah Gosh. that's so fun wow okay so what was postpartum like for you guys okay so, um, well, honestly, you played a huge factor for me with like my, with, with the, with breastfeeding. I should say this to you. I mean, honestly with London, um, I didn't, I didn't have anybody in my corner that yeah. was um, helping me. And I, you know, I just didn't know at all what I was doing. I felt incredibly overwhelmed and, um, I, we never knew it, but she, what is it called when their lip, they can't, they have tongue tie. Yeah. She was tongue tie and I didn't know that. And, um, it, it was just a real, it was, it was a struggle. And then, yeah. um, but with Willow, I, I had heard about you and I was like, I heard about <laughs> I heard your game. About and I was you. like, I heard about the great Elise Marsh oh, game with like her ability. You like walk in the room and there's magic that just oh, happens stop. for mamas oh my gosh. and their babies. And I was like, okay, I'm going to reach out to you for some, I'm yes. sorry. I remember texting you like, Elise, um, yeah. hi, hi. <laughs> I'm not really sure what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. And honestly, you were just so helpful. And even you're so sweet coming to drive all the way to good Sam hospital and meeting. Oh, it's me like 15 minutes. Oh, come but on. You were so sweet coming in. And honestly, um, that was so big for me to be able to feel like, oh my gosh, I can do this with Willow. Like it was a real, a real good 
gift and blessing I didn't think I was going to be able to do. I'd already prepared myself to think, okay, well, it might just not work and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But for you to help me walk through it was so helpful and great and, um, and, and empowering too, to like be able to feel like, okay, I can do this. And if we have a third, I've got tools. I've got like, okay, this is how I can do this. But, um, postpartum for me, um, I was fine with London, but, um, it didn't hit me until Willow was, uh, two months old. And then all of a sudden there was, I really, I hit a real low, um, my hormones and everything. And I was really depressed and felt very trapped. And, um, and I, I, yeah, it was a struggle and I didn't, I didn't know you could have postpartum like oh, yeah. after the baby, like two months after or three months after. I thought that postpartum was like right after you have the baby. So it's like immediate. But right. I was I was actually pretty happy for the for, you know, a couple months. And then all of a sudden it just um, things really changed hard. And I went very, very dark. And um, um I got so dark. I actually, we, we laugh about it now because it's, you know, we have to be lighthearted about things now because it was right. really, it's kind of probably how we coped with it too. But, um, there was one night I was super, dep- I was just really low and I actually like cut my hair, like went into wow. my bathroom, got scissors out of the drawer and like cut my hair. Oh, and, wow. Christina, yeah, it, whoa. I, yeah, it was like really dr- super dramatic and really, um, really awful. And that in and of itself is like a total just hmm. um, like the Lord just really uh, helped me through that moment. Like it's interesting. My sister actually from, she lives in Portland. She FaceTimed me like hmm. moments after, like just called me out of nowhere and wow. was like, was like, Hey, how you doing? And hmm. I was like, I couldn't get off the floor. I was like oh. in my bathroom. And, um, and she's like, oh, you're not good. And she just began to pray over me and was like, okay, let's, we need to talk about this. Like, this is a real thing. And, um, there was a lot just, it was just, it was just a heavy, heavy, dark period for me. And so, yeah, I, uh, so yeah, began talking about it and actually started taking vitamins and, um, these specific vitamins I took, like I, a week after taking them, I just felt like my body got its groove back. Wow. And I got, I got my groove back and, um, and, and I just, the fog kind of lifted and, um, yeah, but it was a really dark, and I think that's also part of why Ryan and I are like, uh, yeah. okay, we're like, we, we Scary, really don't yeah. feel done, but I'm like, that was a really hard thing. But now I know that the symptoms mm-hmm. and I know what it feels like and, and how to kind of, okay, you just reach out for help because there's right. nothing you can do to control it. It was no. really dark. Yeah. It was really dark. So, wow. So was there, I mean, obviously vitamins, but where did you kind of go for those first like steps? Like if someone's yeah. listening and they're like, okay, that's me, Christina, I'm on the floor and I can't yeah. get up. Like yeah. what would you say to those, those moms or those women listening? Oh, I would just first say like, you know, I, I, that I'm so sorry that you're walking through that because it it can feel absolutely, you know, I think even that the enemy of our soul wants to put shame on us Mm -hmm. for like shame on you for not feeling, you know, euphoria and all the joy you should feel of motherhood. Like, and it doesn't mean you're a bad mom in, in, in any way. And I would just encourage you to reach out for help to tell somebody and invite light into that dark place. You know, Mm -hmm. I think for me, I felt like isolating myself and you just, you know, you feel embarrassed and you feel hopeless and like ashamed, but it's not you. 
Right. You are not the postpartum. You are not depressed. There's a lot of things going on. There's transitions. Your life is different. There's hormones. There's so much at play. And and I would just say that you're not crazy yeah. and that this will pass. But to reach out for help because mm-hmm. there's people that can, you know, give you tools and walk with you through it to get out of the tunnel because oh, the tunnel totally. does end. Like there is light. <laughs> I thought there wasn't. I was like, yeah. this is my new norm. Like, you know, yeah. and I honestly, Elise, you know, there was a moment where I remember when I finally like exposed it all to my husband, even like I feel this. And I told him, I said, I even consider taking my life. Like I feel like the worthless mom. Like I have nothing to give the girls. I feel like I failed them. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a very dark, dark cloud. And, and to be able to even articulate out loud to him, the lies that, that were going on in my head based out of the, you know, the the just postpartum. Oh yeah. I mean, he was able to just say, "Okay, we're." I'm glad you said this to him. I'm glad you talked to me. Like I'm in this with you. We're going to get you help. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would just say get help, and it's going to get better. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think so many people just yeah, like you said, isolate themselves and don't think it's normal and don't know that there's yeah. so much out there there's supplements and meds and counseling and support groups and yes and that's what I did I had to do those things like I had a great I have a great therapist a great um he's just like a spirit-filled awesome great man and he he's a um a professional counselor and I just go get checked I go check myself in and I do that often of just like hey let's talk I need to talk like yeah (laughs) I need to like let you know these are the thoughts these are the feelings and just to have someone from an educational background be like okay you're not crazy let's talk through this yeah oh totally and moms and dads actually can can experience postpartum depression anywhere in that first year um so it's not just you know (laughs) straight out the gate you know it could be months down the road and if it's left untreated it can it can really last a long long time um so i'm so i will thank you for sharing that that's really brave of you for sharing that it's tough i mean stuff when do you feel like you really kind of made a shift was it like a week later or Mm -hmm. did you continue therapy for counseling I mean when did you really kind of make that turn yeah I think that so you know I I kind of like realized oh boy I'm not you know I'm not good when when I got a really bad haircut (laughs) I was like okay (laughs) oh gosh was your sister like okay we're gonna fix that tomorrow yeah she was like she's like oh Oh, you cut your hair. And, <laughs> and I remember I even went to go see my hairstylist, you know, the next week. My husband was so gracious. He's like, okay, well, let's go get you to someone who can, you know, maybe help it a little bit. I'll be feel good about it. And and um and, she, and I go, she goes, girlfriend, and I go, don't ask. And she don't. just didn't. She yeah. didn't. She was so great, my hairstylist. Oh. She just helped me. I mean, I'll never go back to the bangs I had at that time, but it's fine. <laughs> um, anyways, so I think for me it was um it just began a journey also. So Self-care was huge. I realized that, um, you know, just giving and pouring out in the the weight I had gained, I felt super low about myself and Mm -hmm. that all – all of it was intertwined. I felt really, um, I just felt 
really bummed about me. (laughs) And I felt like I'd lost myself um, again, but even Mm -hmm. deeper. Mm -hmm. Now I have two babies and I'm potty training and I'm breast trying to breastfeed and I'm trying and it's just a nightmare. And, you know, also trying to like make a living and, um, (laughs) you know, it's just like, what? Like, and then, um, so for me, it was, my husband just really was, he was a great, um, gosh, he just was a huge part of, of my healing. Even he just said, okay, um, what do we need to do for you? Mm. And he said, what do we need to do for you? What, what, what to you right now sounds just really fun. Mm. And they said, to be honest, and this sounds so shallow at least, but it <laughs> literally was the best thing ever. I go, to be honest, I want to get my iced Americano every day and I want to make <laughs> eyelashes. <laughs> I love it. And he was like, okay, okay, baby, let's do it. So yeah. literally every day, my outing, I would go by myself to go to my favorite like drive through coffee place. Oh, I'd get yeah. myself my iced coffee. The girls knew my drink. In fact, they were so awesome. My breezes, they had my drink ready. Like I'd pull oh, forward and they'd be like, they were so great. Yeah. And it made me happy. Like it was mm-hmm. the littlest of like 20 mm-hmm. minutes by myself. Yeah. But I did it for myself and I felt like I wasn't like, you know, nobody was on my boob. I wasn't yeah. cleaning the house. I wasn't cleaning up poop. I was just truly like felt like me for a moment outside of a mother I was just Christina yeah and and then I honestly I got my lashes done oh, like we yeah. probably went into a little bit of debt but it was worth it because <laughs> I you, you know, were getting so, healthy yeah one was, lash like, at a time of me. exactly it was just those little things um and slowly but surely I started feeling better like okay yeah mm. I took care of myself I feel better and then um I started taking vitamins and um you know and counseling those little things just were helping would help me, um, help me just kind of come out of the fog. And so, and you know, I think too, adjusting to your new normal, like Mm -hmm. it's just, it it was just hard, you know, it's it's just very hard. I, I really, um, like I told you, I'm a selfish girl. I love me time. Like I love being a mama, but I love me time and giving up sleep and giving up, you know, those things that for, it felt like it was going to be eternal. But all yeah. of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden they grow a little bit and I was like, okay, she's, oh, she's eating better. And yeah. all right, we're getting our schedule. Like I have a schedule and, um, I just would start scheduling in stuff for myself too. Hey, like, that's you know, awesome. so yeah, no, that's so good. Even like, yeah. I mean, I noticed too about myself, like, so I, I, didn't necessarily want to work out this morning before yeah, yeah, <laughs> my yeah. kids were awake, but I'm, I'm sitting there like reasoning because it's like, okay, I already know I'm not going to get eight hours, but is it worth it for me to get up and work out and have a few minutes like mm. of just mm. kind of being able to clear my thoughts? And, I, and yep. I'm, I'm bargaining with myself. I'll give you coffee. <laughs> if you get up yes. after you work out, you can have coffee. I'm like reasoning. It's yes. like 11 o'clock at night. It's like, okay, okay, okay. I can do this. I'm going to, I'm going to allow myself to have coffee tomorrow. And it's like, even, gosh, it's like my drive to the gym is 10 minutes. It's like even 10 minutes. I just blast the worship music 10 minutes and like, and I'm good. I'm like, (laughs) I feel like such a boss. Like I can conquer the world. And I'm like, it's not fancy. It's not amazing. I don't sleep a lot, but I'm like the 10 minutes, man. It just allows me to be like have a have half of a brain and have a little bit of sanity i'm like okay okay and it was so funny it's like so i left and of course um 
my three-year-old wakes up and Jeff begins to tell me as I come home, like what a crazy mess the morning was. And I was like, well, (laughs) I was feeling bad about waking up early, but at least I was up early and I got a workout in. (laughs) You were up eating it to work out. I was like, sorry, babe. But I I was like, at least... I got to work out in and I feel like I can face the day. So exactly. It's those moments for you. They totally make the difference in the day. Yep. Oh, totally. Okay, Christina. So what do you feel like in this season, like today, what do you feel like the Lord's really speaking into your heart and teaching you and really kind of, what is he speaking over you in this season of your life? Gosh. Um, I think truly for me, uh, lately it's been a challenge to, to, to live in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love to like, I, I, I always, um, I think, okay, what's coming up? What's next? And, and even in, in my day, I'm like, okay, where am I going next? Like what's mm-hmm. going to be next? What do I have to look forward to? And my sister, even just a couple weeks ago, we were talking about this actually. And she's like, Christina, you're going to miss out on great opportunities because you're looking for the perfect one. Just live in the moment, like just mm, enjoy yeah. it. And, and so I think that's for me of like, okay, even if that's, um, you know, like Fridays and Fridays and Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm, I'm home. And on those days, um, on those days, I've just really lately been purposing to like, just be in the moment with my girls. Like, okay, sit down and watch a funny cartoon with London and snuggle with her on the couch. And, you know, and, and, um, as much as I've never loved playing Barbies, I actually hate playing Barbies (laughs) and she loves it. Of course that, you know, my daughter loves it. So, so like, okay, Christina, like, you know, play Barbies for 10 minutes and just be fully engaged, like 10 minutes, be there. Right. Set a timer. Yeah, said it's yeah, be fully engaged. Don't think about where we're going or you know what's next. And um so yeah, the Lord's just been challenging me that, you know, even at work, just like not thinking, okay, when am I gonna get home to the girls or when do I, you know, when am I gonna get to put the girls down and watch a show with my husband, you know? <laughs> um, but more just like, okay, be fully here. Who are you meeting with right yeah. now? Like who do you get to engage with? Like what does the Lord have for me in this hour of today? Yeah. So that's been challenging because I love to, I love to be on the go and I love to look forward to something, um, which isn't bad, but I think I often miss enjoying my life yeah. because I just am in a hustle of, yeah. of going. You're a hustler, so, girl. Yeah. So have you ever read um, Shauna Nequist's Present Over Perfect? Uh, no, but that sounds like an amazing book, oh, honestly. What a great book title. You Jeez. have got to, you've got, everyone has to read it. Um, I, I try to read it once a year. Because really, really, it, yeah, it's that good. And they also have like a small group devotional. There's a little plug for you. They she has oh, a DVD yeah. series if you want to do a small group with ladies or something. Really, um, there yeah, you go, no, South yes. Campus. Oh my gosh, come on, community um, groups. Join yep, today. yep, community group. Um, but you have to read. You got to read that book. I don't read books. I just listen on audiobooks. Um, because yeah. I mean, really, how can I <laughs> yeah, read yeah. ever? I mean, that's not real. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> listen or read. It's so you. I I just I know really? that you will really um resonate with so much of that book. And gosh, being thank you. Present over perfect. It's just okay. I'm checking it out. Yeah, you got to read it. It's so yeah. good. Um. Yeah, that's a book I, I literally have to read every year. And I try to read it in like January, February, like mm. the beginning of the year. Be like, okay, I got yeah. this. Maybe I need to do it more like July. <laughs> Middle of the year, in the grind. In yeah. the grind, in the grind. Yeah. But yeah, it's so good. I, man, I, I have a hard time with that too. I 
really struggle with like having my phone in my hand all the time. And because I have clients or whoever, Instagram or feeling like I have to do a story for my business or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want my kids to see my phone in my hand. Like when they see their mom, I don't want them to see a phone in my hand every time. So I literally like force myself to put my phone on the counter and I set a timer and I'm Hmm, like, I will not touch it. (laughs) And Hmm. it's so dumb. Like, what is my problem? Like I have such an, I'm like, I set a timer and I'm like, will not touch my phone. And at least till that timer goes off. Um, that's a great idea though. And that's oh. like a real, I mean, that's such a real fight. Like in, yeah. you know, and even social media of like, Oh, what is everyone doing today? You know, yeah. and you like miss out on your, you know, your kids or your moment, whoever you're with. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so real. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to my friend, Katie Blackburn, who's been on the show, but she was, Oh gosh, I don't I can't remember where she said she heard this, some gospel coalition thing, but, um, was talking about how we were not designed. God did not create us to live online. Like he did Gosh. not design us to live online lives where, mm. and, and I was just like, God ah. was going through this. He's like, I don't want to hustle. I don't want to post yeah. every day. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. do all that. Like I just yeah. don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, and That's I think real. there's that just totally internal pull within all of us to just be in the moment, be here now. It's, that's a hard yeah. thing, but um, yeah. thank you for sharing that. It's so good. We we can all yeah. we can all work on that for it's sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so Christina, what are three things you are just loving in this season of your life? Gosh, um, I would say I, I I'm I'm honest. I'm loving I'm loving motherhood. Like oh good. I, I yeah. I'm that's, really. That's- I mean, if you asked me this three months ago, (laughs) might not have been in my top three. (laughs) Bottom three. You are in the bottom three. three. Life is really hard. Yeah. We're teething and potty training. Yeah. Um, But, but I honestly, I'm really enjoying, I'm really enjoying my kids and, um, you know, it's not perfect. There's messy and, and it's challenging and I'm tired, but gosh, I am really enjoying them. I love my days off with them. Mm. Um, and I think second, uh, I love my role um, with my husband in our, in our church. I love what I get to do. That's awesome. I am, I'm my, I love my, I love my job. Um, I believe in the local church with my whole self. Um, I believe and live for, you know, the kingdom of God and mm-hmm. to see people encounter Jesus and encounter the real presence of God and then encounter community in the church is like, it's, it's super fun and fulfilling to, you know, uh, be able to help people connect with each other in the church. Like we just have a, just had a, had a lady at, um, at church whose husband, you know, he, um, he just walked out on the family mm-hmm. and here she is a single mama and totally devastated, you know, feels like her whole life has blown up and, and has no support system. Her whole family lives over on the East coast, but, but you know, she's here and her family is her community group Yeah, and to watch them like rally around her, like they've got a meal train going for her. Wow. Like, yeah, even the men in the group are stepping up and helping like, you know, with just, just helping her like, you know, yeah. and, and it's just been cool to watch people be the community, be the, be the arms and hands of Jesus. And so I love getting to, I just get little like 
I get emails from people that are like, Hey, I'm looking for a community group. And so my job is just to connect them with a person in the church that's leading one that might be a good fit. And, yeah. and then from there, we, just people blow my mind watching just these staff volunteers who, you know, they have full-time jobs and just great, great people that just are volunteering to host groups in their house or host like we have a yoga group like That's she awesome. just gives her money and like they're just giving of their time to invest into other people and these people are just it's their lifeline yeah. you know they're just not doing life alone so I love my job um and then I think third um to be honest I'm really enjoying we um we we just like really got into the Y, the YMCA. Oh, nice. And so it's like, it's my me time and they have childcare. Oh, and so, yeah. so I like love dropping my baby. I mean, it's like two hours of a really fun time for my kids and mm-hmm. two hours where I can either work out or like sit there and catch up on emails or whatever. And so right. I'm loving, that's my like, I look forward to that so much of just like two hours of getting to go to, to the Y and just check out and take care of my health or catch up on whatever. So, yeah, yeah, I know a lot of moms who just go put their kids in the child watch and yeah. then take a shower. Yes, like, yes, that's real. Oh my gosh, they have kids. They've got the little spas there. They yes, have like the, little showers. The hot rooms. Yes, yes. Yes, and yeah. just go sit in the sauna. And like, I have a friend who, like, every day she just ten o'clock she just goes <laughs> to showers. That a girl, absolutely. I'm do what like, you all right. Do. Yes, yes, that's take awesome. Advantage of it. Yeah. I love it. Okay, Christina, thank you so much for yeah. coming on the show and chatting with me. I love your heart, and oh, yeah. gosh, girl, you can just preach the gospel, and I love just hearing and seeing the anointing of the Lord on your life because you're so it's just I love the way you're allowing the Lord to just use you because he is he is so clearly thank you Elise thank you so much for having me I just admire you and your heart for people and it was it's so fun to talk I could talk for hours with I I could too I'm um (laughs) I'm kind of an over communicator I was I listening to oh some audiobook or something it's like okay are you an under communicator and over communicator somewhere in between like oh I'm the over one I'm the one who can't stop (laughs) talking I love it I love it I love it you're you're just amazing and you you brought so much light for so many mamas and so many women women. And so thanks for having me on your show. Thank you. Yeah. You guys, wasn't Christina amazing? I know she's so awesome. I'm going to link in the show notes for you the message that Christina preached about a month ago called Faith in the Journey. And oh golly, I can't tell you enough how good it was. It totally rocked me. I mean, so good. Go listen right now. Get it in your queue. Get it up next. It's worth your time, my friend. What is the lie you are believing about yourself today? I love it. I love that conversation. Gosh, what is the truth? I think that sometimes so hard for us to get at, but I want you guys to sit and think, what does the Lord have to say about me today? Call it out. Call it out. Make it clear. Make it plain. And let the truth of God's word pierce the darkness in your life today. If you are sitting here listening to this episode and are experiencing any signs of postpartum depression, postpartum mood disorders, you're not feeling on top of the game here. I want you to stop right now, right now, and reach out to a friend. Ask for help. Do not 
sit one minute longer in the dark because there is hope for you. There is joy for you. And I know we talk about postpartum a lot on this show, but you guys, it's so important and I'm not going to stop anytime soon. There are there are resources. There is so much available to you. Uh, you can feel better. You really, really can. Hang in there, mama, and reach out to me. If you have no one else, reach out to me. I'd love to chat with you. Friends, thank you so much for listening. It's been so fun to be back with you today. I would love for you to head on over to my website, elisemarsh.com. Click that podcast tab or go to elisemarsh.com slash podcast and go check out the show notes for this episode. I've got a links to tons of great stuff, pictures, bonus content, all kinds of goodies there for you. All right, you guys, if you like what you hear here on the Perfectly Wonderfully Made podcast and you want to show your love and support, here's what you can do. Go subscribe, review us on the iTunes app, you can find me on Instagram at Perfectly Wonderfully Made for updates and goodies about the show. I love you guys. You're the best. Thanks for being you. Have a wonderful day. I pray you were encouraged. Don't forget to share the show with a girlfriend, and we will talk soon. Bye bye. <laughs>